Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Mmm, sleep. I love it. Love sleeping a lot. Love sleeping comfortably. That's why I sleep on a Casper mattress. Yeah, baby. Look, the mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to you, the consumer. Time Magazine called them one of the best inventions of 2015. Why? Because Casper mattresses, which both Brad and I have and fucking love them because they're dope and comfy as shit, the sleep surface was developed in-house, it has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small, hey, how did they do that, sized box. In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. But how did they do it? An in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the Casper mattress. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams for a sleep surface that's just got the right sink and the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design sleeps cool. So it helps regulate your temperature through the night. That's fucking, that's so dope. Look, mattresses, most of them cost $1,500 and up. Casper mattresses cost $500 for a twin size, $750 for a full, $850 for a queen, and $950 for a king. That's, that's incredible. Start sleeping better and start sleeping better now. So go to www.casper.com slash ALN and use the code ALN and get $50 off towards any mattress purchase now, all right? Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. If you don't like it, all right, you get a free return and a 100-night home trial, all right? So they'll pick it up and refund you everything if you don't like it after 100 days, all right? They understand the importance of sleeping better and, you know, know the commitment that comes with a mattress, especially if you're going to sleep on it for a third of your life. Go to www.casper.com slash ALN, use the promo code ALN, and get $50 off towards any mattress purchase. And start sleeping better, baby. Because you deserve it. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday! Yeah baby, we're back. Back with new episodes. New episode today, just one. But uh, a tune-in episode this week and and maybe a bonus on Thursday. Who knows? I hope you had a great weekend. Had a good weekend of shows. Uh, Mom was in town, Seahawks won. Great weekend. Yeah, feeling good. Uh, today's episode is a really fun one. Uh, trying to get more Mad TV cast members from the new Mad TV on. We had Piot, uh, Michael, uh, which was so good. You guys have been loving that episode. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Highlights include him reading um, Jaden Smith tweets as Ian McKellen and then, uh, and then narrating Brad trick-or-treating as Morgan Freeman. Uh, Piot's story is great and uh, so fun to have him on. Uh, more Mad TV cast members are coming up. Today's Mad TV cast member, she's young, she's pretty, she's hilarious, she's full of fucking energy, she's from Florida. <laughs> Amir and I would tease her that she was a shitty Florida kid because she's so just adorably around all the time and uh, and full of energy and proactiveness. And uh, she's going to be a big star. And her name is Carly Craig, making her ALN debut. From Florida, uh, she grew up as uh, in a, a tennis world. Her dad's a, a big tennis pro, a big tennis kid. 
She was in a uh, all-girl pop band called Gem, <laughs> uh, which is incredible. Anybody who is ever in a pop group is just incredibly fascinating to me. Um, she's an amazing impressionist, Ariana Grande being one of her specialties, which she does brilliantly and hilariously on the pod. Uh, Brad, of course, uh, worked with Ariana Grande on Sam and Cat, so they, they share some great insights into uh, Ariana Grande and, uh, and, and all that. Um, we also get into her Mad TV experience. You know, she uh, did USA's first impressions at Dana Carvey show and then was working as an assistant to Todd Recall, a, an incredible musician, YouTube sensation. And she was, you know, trying to get her own shit going and first impressions. And then she was like, it's time for me to, to jump into the world and start trying to make this dream happen. Because, um, you know, being an assistant uh, is a dope life because you get so many great experiences. But at some point you got to go, all right, what am I what am I doing? Am I just going to do this or am I going to try to go after my own shit? And uh, timing's everything, man. Got mad TV. Boom. Here she goes. And on top of being a great actress and a great comedian, she's got a one-woman show, a solo concert, uh, her, her debut uh, solo show that she'll be doing on November 22nd in New York City at Feinstein's 54 Below. Uh, can't recommend this enough. She's working her ass off on it. It's going to be amazing. Acting, singing, comedy. Uh, you know, there's few people that you want to go sit and watch for an hour plus and Carly Craig is definitely one of those people I could watch uh, do anything. She's just, you know, charismatic, pops on the screen. My nieces loved her. Polly Princess. Princess Polly. Fuck. I'm so tired. Uh, Princess Polly was, of course, one of her classic characters on the new Mad TV. My seven-year-old nieces loved it. She Skyped with them as Princess Polly, and I think now I'm, I'm, I can't do wrong. I think I could, like, wake my nieces up with, like, a, a blowtorch and burning all their Barbies, and they'd still be like, it's all good. You showed us Princess Polly. We got to can talk to her on the phone. Uh, so that show... Uh, is uh, called Small But Fierce, debuting at uh, the Fine Scenes 54 Below, November 22nd in New York City. Tickets are on sale at carlycraig.com. So get tickets to that. November 22nd, New York City, Carly Craig solo show. She'll also be uh, doing some guest spots for me at uh, Flappers in Burbank, California, October 28th. Uh, so come out and see her then. And uh, she'll be at Gotham Comedy Club November 15th doing stand-up. Uh, so go see her and uh, and enjoy this episode. And go look up old episodes of Mad TV on Hulu if you haven't seen uh, how fucking great she is. Uh, also, follow her on Twitter at Carly Craig. Instagram at Carly Craig. CarlyCraig.com for all her uh, her show details. I'm at Adam Ray Comedy. At Funny Brad. At Alan Podcast, all those Twitters. At Alan Podcast on Instagram. I'm at AdamRay33 on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Tour dates coming up. Brad Williams uh, shooting a movie will not be on the road this weekend, which means he also won't be with me on the new Kids on the Block concert cruise. That's this weekend. I'm joining the new Kids cruise boat again. What am I doing? Oh, man. I'm a brave, brave soul. That is chaos that is unlike anything you've ever seen. But it's fun. And the new kids put on a great show. They fill the entire four days with so many events. And I'm going to do some stand-up and some, some shows with uh, my boy Joy McIntyre. It's going to be a blast. We've got some cool stuff planned and uh, should be dope. Sad Brad's not coming, but uh, I'll make up for it. Uh, Brad will be on tour, though, coming up. You can see him at Levity Live October 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th in Oxnard, California. The new Levity Live in Oxnard, California. Go see Brad. Get your tickets at levitylive.com. And then uh, November 2nd through the 5th, Brad is at the Comedy Works downtown in Denver, Colorado. November 2nd through the 5th, get your tickets at ComedyWorks.com and go see Brad in Denver, Colorado. I will be on the New Kids Cruise this weekend. And then next weekend, uh, I'm starting to headline every weekend 
through New Year's. So uh, October 27th, uh, I'm sorry, 28th and 29th, I'm headlining Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. October 28th and 29th, headlining Flappers for the first time. Two shows each night. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Then that following weekend, I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania at Junior's Last Laugh in Erie, Pennsylvania, November 3rd through the 5th. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. That following weekend, uh, November 10th through the 12th, I'm at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City, baby. First time. So pumped. Uh, Wise Guys, November 10th through the 12th, uh, AdamRayTV.com. All the rest of tour dates, uh, Magoobies, Tempe Improv, Punchline in Sacramento, uh, Las Vegas Laugh Factory. All those dates at AdamRayTV.com. Come see me. And when you come see Brad and I, go to a store merchandise before you come see us and get all your ALN merch, hats, shirts, mugs, posters. If you haven't been there, go check it out. We got some really dope merch uh, and shirts and logos. And uh, it's just it's fun. It's a way to support the pod. Uh, spread the good word Show that you love us Come to the shows We'll sign that shit for you Take a picture And you could be fan of the week Which today's fan of the week This week's fan of the week Is Laura Norman Holy shit She tweeted Wasn't the best idea To listen to ALN podcast With Kyle Kinane while driving I was laughing so much I was crying Hilarious Thank you That was such a fun episode And thanks for tweeting at us Because you are this week's Fan of the week So email us at Aboutlastnightpod At gmail.com With your address and uh, hashtag fan of the week, and we'll send you some free ALN merch. All right? Hell yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Fuck yeah. Hope you guys have a great week. And uh, and uh, pray for me that I don't uh, die on the cruise. <laughs> Sometimes people get sick. You know, you always hear about those cruise viruses. Uh, if anything, I'm just going to see a lot of drunk New Kids fans fall on the stairs and go crazy uh, during the New Kids concerts. It is it is incredible. I'll try to capture more of it on social media so you can see it, but I'll for sure do a post-pod recap with Brad when I get back. Of course, go see Brad and Mascots on Netflix right now. It's out, the Christopher Guest movie Mascots. Brad has an amazing scene with Fred Willard. So funny. Fred's going to come on the podcast. We'll talk all about it. But for now, that we got the Twitter handles out of the way. Those are the tour dates. That's all the merch info. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Carly Craig. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast. It's about last night. Are we recording? Yeah, sure. Great. We just started it. Love it. <laughs> did, did you do? Were we supposed to have like a bigger? I mean, we can give you a grandiose intro. Yeah, if okay. you want. Like, we can just be like, "Hey, everybody, we're here with the About Last Night podcast, your favorite podcast to listen to on your drive home, drive to work, or just as you're going to sleep." Now, the the angelic voice you're about to hear in your headphones is the amazing Carly Craig. Uh, she's been on Mad TV. She has she has, has millions of YouTube hits, and uh, she's one of the most beautiful blonde women I've ever seen in my life. Hello, Carly. Whoa. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, what Carly. An yeah. How about that one? Was that is that is that cool? That, is that... was extraordinary. Thank you so much. I don't I'm know where so the flattered. hell that came from. I I, I I guess I've just the heavens. I, I guess we've just been doing enough morning radio to where <laughs> I've had that happen to me a, a bunch of times where someone just goes, "Hey, we got a midget in the studio. How how is there no cowbell right now? There needs to be more cowbell." And, and you say, "Excuse cowbell. me, um, that's little person." Yeah, yeah, to just you. Add the little person. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm so happy to finally meet you, though. This is yeah, Br- so Brad. Dope. How cool is it to have a guest that's just about your height? It's 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 pretty it's pretty invigorating. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, it's Love a it so much. it's a large ego boost. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I don't feel like I'm alone in the universe. We're one in the same, Brad. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, that's gonna be in our vows. Um, <laughs> am, 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 am I jumping too far ahead? No, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah, probably not. Listen, dream big. It's yeah. all about visualizing what you want. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the Florida State motto? Um, no, that's just my life motto. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You're big on mottos. Yeah. You might be the most upbeat, energetic, positive person I've ever met. Really? Yeah. From day one when I met you at Mad TV, you were just like, you were going around everybody just being like, guys, how fucking sweet is this? This is so lit. This is so dope. Look at our look at our lives. What are we doing? Can you believe this? Every like we would get a coffee from like the coffee machine at on the lot. And she's like, yeah. coffee on the Mad TV lot. Can you believe our lives? Like every moment was so incredible. But it was like you want that. You and then you know yeah, here I am, I was... ten years older. I'm like, yeah, Carly, it's great, but it's fucking coffee. And then I'm like, you know what? Why don't I jump on the positive train? Right. Like, why am I trying to like play down the enthusiasm? That's yeah. like um like Amir. Um, I think it was our first live taping where I was like, Amir, you're actually showing emotion. And he was like, Yeah, I'm just so used to like living my life normally. <laughs> I didn't know that I was I'm allowed to be excited. I'm yeah. like, this is the coolest thing. Yeah, we like. We worked so hard to get to this point, and yeah. here we are, and we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. It was so, and that, so fun. And, and to kind of jump on the back of Adam's point, that's, that's great because when you're, uh, when you're someone that's, uh, I mean, an old man like Adam is, who's yes. been in this business so many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? And I, <laughs> I, I want to take offense to that, but um, I feel like I have... You hey, paid man. your dues a lot. Like I, I listen. <laughs> hella respect because you've been in the game for so long that I just that, that I think that was why I was also so excited was because I was among people that have worked f- for a while in right. this town and um and so I just couldn't believe you that can I feed was off that experience and energy. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it forced me to level up too because right. you guys have a certain level of professionalism and and you have the experience to like you've been on shows before and that was my first real show so I was like okay, I need to just turn down. Turn down for what? Turn down because <laughs> I'm the most excited person here. And yeah. I'm just too turned. But also, uh, Carly would give me a, a decent amount of flack because when I uh, uh, had some back issues the last few weeks of Mad, <laughs> mm. she took every opportunity. And this is when I really was became a... Well, I mean, I was a big fan from the get-go. But then when she... <laughs> What was the started one treating you as a punching bag? You started treating me as a punching bag. Every moment I would like stand up, she'd be like, oh, "Are you okay? Do we need to get you a stretcher?" Or like, what did you say? The one it was, uh, <laughs> it was you. You dropped like your microphone fell or something. Yeah. in your back, and you're like, "Oh, something fell down my back." And I said, "Was it another slip disc?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. Shots fired, yeah. Carly. <laughs> what a what a little punch from 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 I mean, little shitty Florida kid. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Slip disc? Yeah, you hit your back. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Florida. <laughs> to to be fair, I, I I I feel like being friends with me all these years have has sort of prepared you for that for that moment. It has. When, when someone uh, with a lot of energy and who is much smaller than you, uh, yeah. comes with a dig. You're like, okay, I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is familiar. Only only now you're much more pleasant to look at. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what was the Mad TV process like for you? For me, yeah. I mean. I just, I couldn't believe that I was there. I I honestly, I mean, my whole life, not only just booking the job, but my whole life changed in the course of six to eight months. Like, I, I just was honestly in shock. But I... 
I mean, it was something that I had always dreamt about to be on a lot like Hollywood Center, which was so neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if people don't know that's where they shot I Love Lucy. Yeah. Um, Bonanza. Yeah. The, uh, For those Bonanza fans the, out there. The, the classic television series Mind of Mencia, of which Brad Williams was a cast member. Ooh. What? Wait, didn't they also shoot Sam and Cat there? Uh, yes. Sam and Cat. Were you on Sam and Cat? I was on Sam and Cat. I was handcuffed to Ariana Grande for a week. Look at this little person. Attached to me. <laughs> oh, see, right now I'm having a little bit of PTSD. Because, <laughs> as I've said on this podcast before, uh, being handcuffed to her for a week wasn't the most enjoyable experience. Oh, my gosh. I need more detail. Oh, I could tell you things. Oh, um, I cannot wait. Yeah. Wait, this, uh, this I mean, don't get me wrong. Gift. I I can't tell you a lot of things because I'm pretty sure she has ninjas that are just, like, <laughs> around the all yeah. the time, yes. like, waiting for someone to say something negative about our precious Ariana Grande. And uh, that's... That's how I pronounce her last name, uh, and so I'm not gonna go full detail. But just, it was, uh, it was, it was an experience. It was, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, if you need an outlet, life. if you need an outlet, because uh, I do the impression, yes, just you give do. me all the material, and I, and I'll just, you know, well, state it all as fact. Um, idea. Okay, I will tell the, I will tell this one story, and I think it's safe for me to say this. I'm not gonna get a blow dart to my neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking about Ariana. <laughs> 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 wait, no, what, yeah, wait. What does the dart sound like when it hits you in the neck, though, Carly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, was, I thought it was gonna like sound like like when it hits you. Yeah. So it's all right. Fire the anti Ariana uh, press dart. Well, here here was this one story. Is um, at this was like on Thursday, and we taped the show on Friday. Uh, we do doing rehearsals and all that, and all of a sudden we come back from lunch and uh, we can't. Uh, shoot when we can't rehearse because uh, Ariana is in her uh, dressing room uh, crying, um, just having a, a, a meltdown, a, emotional breakdown. Yeah, yes. and I am. She's a kid. Yeah, and I'm there like I'm the new guy on set, so I'm like, oh my god, what what do we do? Do we help her? Do we send for a, a like a counselor? Like mm-hmm. we send her flowers? Like we get like a, a I can how put do you a, make this better? Yeah, can I put on a speedo and go dance? That's what always works for my family. Um, I just come down and start like going like I won't grow up, I won't grow up, and then everyone gets happy. By the so, way, by the way, I didn't know that that was an option, and now anytime I ever get remotely bummed, not even full bummed, remotely yeah. bummed, like yeah, just like stub my toe yeah. bummed, and I'm a li- in a little bit of pain. Or Brad, if, any, if any friend is down, you just send him a Brad Graham. Yeah, a Brad Graham. In a speedo. You, you, you know what? Uh, Christmas is coming up. That's gonna be. We're gonna start a Kickstarter, and one and one of the levels of, of about how much you donate to this podcast will be you get Brad Grams. Brad Grams. You know what? I know that everyone's like you know donating like turkeys for people for Thanksgiving and stuff, but sure. who's donating? Dwarves and Speedos. And I know like people who do Christmas caroling, but maybe yeah. we go around to families with you know, uh, who are a little less fortunate with sure. gifts. Sure. But before those gifts, they get you dancing in a speedo. <laughs> Talk about paying it forward. And if you need a companion, <laughs> I will okay. do it with you. So yeah. so she's in her dressing room yes. crying. She's so in her dressing room crying. Happens. We're all uh, I'm the new guy, I'm totally freaking out. And then I just look at uh, I I just look at this producer and I who's been on the show since the beginning, I go, What can we do? And he just does this big old sigh, shakes his head, and goes, "Every fucking week." <laughs> Whoa! Oh. 
So apparently this is not an out of the ordinary thing on I that think, show. I think maybe there was a lot of inner turmoil there because she truly just wanted to pursue music. Yeah. Sure, sure. Now, She's I... She's also, was, a, was, she, was she 13 on that show? I, 15? No, she was 19. Yeah, oh. she, she was 19 playing 12. This was okay. 12. recent. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Well, so, 19 playing 12? Yeah, or whatever the hell. But uh, it, it was <laughs> such an old man right just, there. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, the hell yeah, she yeah, was, yeah, I don't fucking, know. Those fucking kids right there. <laughs> With Some their... sort of teenage <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Rap yeah. music. Get off my their... lawn is what I know about that. And their, and their snap tweets. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know what all went behind it. Uh, there, there, there could be a ton of backstory there that I'm not aware of. Probably. There's two sides to everything. Absolutely. So, How uh, did you even uh, decide you could, or fake decide, figure you could do an Ariana Grande impro- impression? Well, um, well, firstly, we're from the same area. She's from Boca Raton, Florida, and I'm wow. from Coral okay. Springs, and they are adjacent to each other. We actually went to the same theater camp at some point, but I don't know that I ever met her when I went there. That would have been mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, so I found this out later. Um, and then we also have a ton of mutual friends through French Woods, which is a sleepaway camp for the performing arts in upstate New York, which she... Wait, what? Wait, what? There's a there's a sleepaway camp. There's a sleepaway camp in yes. upstate New York called Frenchwoods Festival for the Performing Arts okay. where it's literally a sleepaway camp except it's a theater camp. So there's like I, and I worked there one summer so that's how I met everybody but the theater camp the theater department was full so I worked there as a tennis coach actually. Okay. Wow. So I Is met it, that whole clique and they all know Ariana. Be honest. How much sex happens at that camp? I mean, I was in a relationship at the time, so, yes. and I was there as a counselor. Okay. I don't know what went on with most of the campers, but yes. from what I've heard, it's like where you know you become. It's where handjobs live. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I sleepaway camp where handjobs live. Yes. It's also there's probably just so much singing. Like there's probably so many young boys being like, "Tonight's the night I might see a boo for the first time," the but first after time. I brush my <laughs> I mean, because I went to a theater camp that was up in the mountains where we slept there overnight for a week. And uh, and everybody fucked. Pretty much. <laughs> camp Bravo. Shout out. Uh, camp Bravo. Camp Bravo. Bravo. What, what was your camp Decent. called? It was Frenchwoods. Frenchwoods. Oh, French your sounds French way- kiss at Frenchwoods. Oh, man. Okay. The counselor life right. must have been pretty sweet there. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, but the problem was that there was this one bar right across the street and I would get turned the night before and then I'd have to wake up at like 7 a.m. and teach tennis in the heat like during the day I definitely like Just, threw up on the side of the tennis courts a couple of times I'm not gonna kids. lie yeah and I was like oh yeah Counselor Carly just uh, had a little too many hash browns this morning <laughs> I'm really surprised I but why does fire. it all liquidy and smell like tequila <laughs> <laughs> and I was also like I had just turned 20 so I was like not even oh really so yeah, you haven't but... gotten those drinking years out of you yet exactly I didn't know my tolerance and I just no went, pace went just going in. for it and, and with like all the international staff like you're making so many friends and just yeah. living so, yeah, and of course, if they're memories. if they're international, they're like, "What? I've been drinking for four years, and I'm and exactly. I'm 20. So, so, so then I try to keep up, and this is a problem I still have. I think that I'm a 200 pound man, so I'll just drink like four or five beers, <laughs> and then the next day I'll be like, "I do appreciate, hurting. I do appreciate that about you. Like, anytime we've been out and you just grab a, a tall beer, I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I'm half Canadian. I get it from my dad. All right. Dad loves to drink. He does. Dad's cool as fuck. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, my dad. Her dad is a. We, we need to get into this, but I I want to uh, uh, the tennis stuff at the camp. Were you how far into tennis 
were you in your life at that point? Well, I grew up in tennis camp, right. like aside from theater camp. When I didn't want to go to theater camp, I would go to tennis camp because my dad ran one. And so I I played tennis my whole life. But then um, when I became like a teenager, I started teaching at home. And then I went up and, and, and the theater department was full at Frenchwood. So then I worked in the tennis department. How were theater there. kids taking to tennis? Are they receptive or are they just like... At the camp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they No, they didn't want to be there. No. They didn't want to play sports. <laughs> no, that, 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 it was like that's they, why you go into theater because you yeah. can't play sports. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And then, hey. What? <laughs> but then there were like French. Adam, we need to have a conversation about that. Anyway. But then there were like kids from France that only came to French Woods to play tennis. And they were like smoking all the all the other kids, all the theater kids oh, that were like running yeah. around trying to keep up. And um, yeah, they were assholes, man. Those French kids. <laughs> well, they're French kids. They yeah. like they 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 serve while they're smoking a cigarette. Yeah, you know, talk about double fault. Yeah. <laughs> talk about people. Forty love. Well, Faulty you love. know nothing of love. Just <laughs> shitty French kids. Exactly. So Fucking dumb. French kids. Your dad is one of the biggest tennis pros in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, he he's uh, been in the tennis business for over thirty something years. Um, he, he oh. his story is fascinating too. Like he. He basically just ditched Canada when he was 18 or 19 and was an illegal alien in Florida and just came down, started playing tennis, and built a life there. Illegal aliens in Florida? That doesn't happen. (laughs) What are you you talking about? Yeah, you'd think from that story he'd be Cuban or something, but he's Canadian. (laughs) He's from Toronto. Uh, There you go. So he he blended in nicely. Yes. Yeah. uh, He shared some. How about about those knolls there, eh? How about those great? Bulls, right? Yeah. yeah. What a boot, them. What a fan, fan, fantastic uh, football. Yeah, 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 it's great. <laughs> I love this, like, half Scottish, half Canadian. I, I'm not so Look, good on the Canadian accents. This is, this is where Brad, <laughs> Brad's got a handful of good impressions. His yeah. accents, your, I don't know, what would be your... My my go-to accent? Yeah. I don't know, you man. You said the French one pretty good. Yeah, French one was kind Ugh. of on point. But your Scottish and Canadian mm-hmm. blend. Yeah, or like... Like, because then if I do a Scottish accent, I really got to go into it, you know, and then you kind of do something like that. Yes. But uh, you got to be careful not to go into Irish, which is, I've always heard, Scottish is in the back of the mouth, then Irish is in the front of the mouth. Oh. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know. That's just kind of the way they did. Is it weird doing the Irish song? accent without wearing the leprechaun outfit? Very weird. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm about to go into, a, uh, in, into an audition. Well, out that's, of place. Yeah, that's half my audition. It's right, it's right there. It's like, okay, uh, it, it's, it's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. Like, and I'm just... Wait, with- how badly do I wish that they they made that um that berries and cream commercial all over again? Where, <laughs> berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream, but with Brad. And that'd be amazing. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Yes, berries, berries uh, and what else? I, and cream. And, and cream. And cream. Is there yeah. is there an audition like you know like uh, as like Brad would have to go in for a lot of those? Is there is there yeah. something you got typecasting going in for when you first got out here? Um. Honestly, I, I only recently started auditioning. Like, I, I was um, oh, right. working behind the scenes up until, like, this spring. At a, 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 with a YouTuber. With Todrick Hall. Todrick yes. Hall. Now, the one and only. Now, as a, as a stand-up comic over 30, I have no idea who the hell that guy <laughs> yeah, is. He's not really your demo, to <laughs> <Okay>. be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, I'm not even insulted by what? that. I actually take that as a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I don't know who the fuck these YouTubers are. I got two that live in my building. Fuck if I know who they right. are. Yeah, so brief summary on uh, on Todrick. He he was on American Idol for a season. Okay. Um, he uh, has been on Broadway, 
and he mm. came to LA. He was on Broadway and quit Broadway to come to LA to like make a name for himself. Yeah. And then he started doing YouTube videos and then that's where his following kind of amassed. Okay. Um, and so I knew him as like a, I mean, he did these parody videos, which spoke to me on a spiritual level because they were like musical, but they were also, you know, funny yeah. and, and he'd play characters and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so my jam. So when I moved to LA, I was like, I want to work for him. And then I basically tracked him down until he hired me and then I worked with him. <laughs> I mean, don't skip over that. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't, I mean, like, is this hiding out in dumpsters? Is don't this stop going? Don't till you get what you want, <laughs> even yeah. if it means stalking. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you know what? If you were, like, that's the thing, too. Like, you have to be aggressive and attractive if you're going to stalk and, and unassuming and, and sweet. And, and like, and if you showed successful at yeah, it. Yeah, like, I feel like if you were outside of his place, like, I want to work for you. He'd be like, all right, well, you don't seem too threatening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I mean, sweet. Yeah. If you look like, uh, and I, I hate saying this because I respect the hell out of this guy, but if you look uh -huh. like uh, Louis Anderson and you walk up to, <laughs> I want to work for you. I want to work for you. Yeah. You're gonna be like, yeah. Just one second. Uh, yeah, if I can do whatever, it's okay. <laughs> it was okay. it wasn't me camping outside of his house to right, be fair. Okay, gotcha. So I I auditioned for him and oh, for a video for for a video, yeah. and I left my PA job that day, and I asked my boss, I was like, hey, do you think I can leave work and go to this audition? Because while I was doing all this PA stuff, I would I was literally in an office like all day long working at this production company. Mm -hmm. And so I would- Which was a means to an end. You were like, I'm, this is just temporary. I do not want to be in this world. Well, it was what brought me to LA. Like I had the job set up through some FSU alums, go Knowles. And, um, and so when I went to, uh, when I was working there, I would like listen to podcasts and I would, um, you know, just kind of be keeping busy while I was doing these like tasks like labeling you know tapes and finding yes. stock footage and whatnot but so imperative to have something to bring you out because a lot of people yes. just come out here with no like, well, game plan they're like now what i do they're so overwhelmed but yeah. at least if you have you can minimize the overwhelming feeling by having some purpose yeah. even if it is the the office job it, it, it's yeah but you're still in the industry you're yeah. still doing something you're not like that uh uh scene from what's the eddie murphy movie bullworth that one, where like, uh, Bowfinger, Bowfinger, yeah. Why the fuck How did I get that you? one wrong? That's How a great fucking movie. Bowfinger, Bowworth. I think that's um, that's uh, Warren Beatty. Warren and Beatty. The, yeah. Why, why did I get Not those correct. two mixed up? Oh, yeah, but Not the uh, scene from Bowfinger where Heather Graham walk, like walks up to yes. someone and says like, "Hey, where do you go to become an actress?" Yeah, like that. I I feel that's what a lot of plans are a when when people come out here. They and have I no knew, idea. And I knew that I was gonna move out here and become an actress eventually, but I I also knew that I I loved production and I wanted wanted to produce my own work down the road so why not start on the production side and and learn that side and then sort of get to know people build those relationships and then cross over which yeah. is sort of what happened this year but um but and it actually came very first full circle because that um company i work for renegade 83 they produced first impressions with dana carvey yeah. so oh, that's how i got on that show whoa yeah hey well that's i mean awesome. that's which one of the reasons one also, of the you're dope. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was um it's crazy like to see how it how it's all like panned out and how the relationships that I built when I first moved here are paying off now that I am on a show and so many people in this town want to support me now because they got to know me behind the scenes, you know, making deliveries or or doing whatever. And, and you were your sweet personable self with all this stuff, yeah? Yeah, where, where I'm, you get, I'm the where same you get person. From? I'm the same person I was when I was 5. <laughs> like yeah. I, Whoa, just, you were like this when you were 5? Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got VHS tapes and and truly like 
This is so. This <laughs> I have VHS tapes. Well, that's just such a great, like, humble brag. <laughs> I do. I have VHS, VHS tapes. tapes. What do you? Yeah. What do you got? I got hella VHS tapes. Well, what happened was I went. I went home for Christmas and I I brought back like twenty five of my VHS tapes yeah. to digitize them out here because yep. I had like the stuff. Yeah, but you don't want to lose them. And, right. Exactly. And so as I was doing that. And I was like kind of in this like weird limbo place in January, you know, and I was watching these tapes and I was like, why am I not like super happy like this kid in these tapes, you know, like because I was in such like a weird phase where we had finished the Todrick show and I didn't really have a steady gig yet. And and, um, you know, we're in a transition, you know what you didn't know what you were going to do next. Exactly. And so that's when I kind of had to like tap into my my own self, you know, spiritually or whatever and figure out, all right, what's my next step? Like what what do I truly want? What would this little girl in these tapes want to know? Wow. 25 year old, 24 year old Carly is doing today. And, so then and that's the answer sort of was what, sing like Shakira. Sing like Shakira. So that's what kind of <laughs> made me kick my own ass to be like, what am I what am I doing here? Why? Why am I? Why am I in this town and why wow. am I feeling like I'm helpless when really I can just fucking grab life by the balls and do what I have always wanted to do? Wow, that is that's really self-aware. Yeah, it's very introspective. It's surprisingly self-aware for uh, for some of that age. Yeah, mm-hmm. did you have any sort of like spirit crystals or this was just your own <laughs> reflect? You know, because well, there is I know people that go to that level. Well, I did see a tarot card reader. Right. And she sort of um, opened my eyes to a lot of stuff that I was like. Not in, you know, sort of in denial of, or I was just sort of like, um, I, I didn't really know what my next step was and I was very lost and I didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do next. And then she was the one that was sort of like, you know, you could harness your own energy and like really take control of yourself. And when you walk into an audition, you need to like block out everybody else because, you know, I'm like so sensitive and, and I love people. And yep. so I will, I'm very, absor- she she opened myself up to myself saying I'm very absorbent of other people's energy. So when I would walk into a room, if somebody else is nervous, it would make me nervous or if somebody, Whoa. you know, and so then she was like, if you just center yourself and balance your chakras and, there, and there's you know, the sentence I was waiting for. Yep, and, 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 <laughs> balance your chakras. And balance your damn chakras. <laughs> the so fuck got, is up with your chakras, so, girl? Right. So I got, my, I got my chakras together real fast. And, um, and, but truly that advice is what carried me through the whole mad TV audition process. It was wow. like going in wow. and knowing, like owning my shit and being like, okay, I deserve to be here. I need to not worry about anything else because it's so trippy to go to a Mad TV audition. Like, yeah, that was insane. Was it? it well, yes. well, well, I guess yeah. also too, you were coming from. I mean, you were when the audition came up. You were still in this kind of limbo position of like, what's my next? Um, sort of. So I had. So basically, I saw the tarot card reader in January, and, and she, she flipped over a card that said, "This is the oh, this is the extreme diva card." You yes. should do an Ariana Grande impression. Right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. This is the lock yourself in a room card and cry for three hours. Um, yeah. So Those tarot card readers, real quick, they can be pretty spot on. I've done it once. And it was, like, not so specific to where it was, like, you know, tonight you will wear your favorite blue shirt when you go to the bar and do the jokes about, you know, (laughs) weed and your nieces. But it was, like, it was the things that she talked about was, like, scarily spot on. No, she was pulling cards that were insane. It was, like, the comedy card, the star card, and all sorts of crazy shit that I was, like, are you you serious right now? And, um... And I have a I have an audio recording of the whole session, and so uh, like hmm. when I was going through the Mad TV audition process, I would like kind of re-listen to it, and and it sort of was something that sort of kept me grounded and and focused on what I ultimately wanted to uh, accomplish. Wow. See, I wish that like anyone that saw a psychic could get the 
audio recording then like five years later like play the recording back go <laughs> yeah. yeah wrong <laughs> just like walk back like I wish I could do that but she was so so spot on with everything that it's like it's, it's, it's really unbelievable I'm like trying to figure out a way to to let it be known that like there's there's some truth in that I think so because it also it's not you know voodoo or anything you know witch like or whatever it doesn't it, it's not like she put a spell on me and then I booked mad TV it's like she brought things she brought things to my attention that maybe I was in denial of or I, I didn't have the awareness to see until mm-hmm. it was finally said out loud and then I had to kind of look back at myself and think about what choices and what steps I I needed to take to get to where I wanted to be yeah whatever works wow so that was kind of like your pump up like you know like you yes. know like for basketball games in high school I used to listen to y'all ready for this nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so you were listening to your psychic conversation yep. before the Mad TV auditions yep I like it so when the first audition came to be you were like alright I'm gonna get together what impressions what characters right and so i was post-mating um you were post-mating i was post-mating nice um at the time and i was delivering some asian fusion to someone on the paramount lot and my manager called and was like hey you're going in for mad tv tomorrow straight to producer session Mm. and i was like what the what the fuck fresh off of first impressions fresh fresh off of first impressions and um i heard a youtube video or something that i heard that they brought me in because of the video yeah so i was like well shit um i only really have impressions because i haven't really been doing uh, aside from my work with todrick i haven't really been doing sketch or anything um so i didn't have any original characters so i kind of just took the stand-up bits that i had done and made them into characters like princess polly and yeah. um i did the world's tiniest hockey player where i literally <laughs> took my two teeth out um and was jacques the french canadian um hockey player and then you're gonna have to show wait, Brad you, this trick at one point wait those if, are, if you want those, to those aren't your real teeth so these two teeth come yeah. out oh really yes i was just born without them are you ready y'all yeah. ready for this Da-na-na. okay whoa <laughs> it's a cool party trick right? show andrew and Brad real quick yeah yeah look at that look <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool! That, isn't that incredible? Isn't it so cool. I've been advised to get them fixed, but why would Carly, I? Why um, don't don't? Hey, may, I mean, yeah, no. Why? Can't, like, why? why? You can't why? tell, and no. no, until you do that. And also, that's a great thing for dates. If you feel like your date is not paying attention to you, <laughs> yes. If he's just going hey, on and on hey. about yeah. like, you know, if he's yeah. just like, uh, so then like after high school, uh, I I really thought I would be a UFC fighter, and then like yeah. if he doesn't <laughs> notice the teeth, then it's like okay, no. He's way you're, you're gone yeah. but then if he stops he goes like whoa what the fuck what are you with the teeth you're the one for me yeah then you know <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great like are you paying attention trick yeah so yeah. yeah keep that yeah no i love it i mean i only i never got my teeth fixed because i was like when i'm on a sketch oh. show i want to be able to take my and, teeth out and if you ever have kids one day when mm-hmm. they have little snot-nosed friends that come over that you fucking hate that then you scare can scare them be, away oh my god oh yeah oh it'd be so great yeah no it's it's the best party trick wait so okay so you're delivering the asian fusion and then yep. they're like you're going in tomorrow tomorrow so you're like all right i'll get these impressions so and which ones um so i the hockey I, player princess polly right and then my third character was um was starla the choreographer which is basically it's loosely inspired by um that hip-hop is terrible or everything is terrible the hip-hop teacher which is mm-hmm. like you gotta throw up and pop like that's hip-hop hip-hop <laughs> is a lifestyle it's an attitude <laughs> it's what we do and um so i basically brought those three in and then i did um ariana grande mm-hmm. emma stone um kristen chenoweth and uh, Britney Spears. There you go. Yeah. And I did 
I think I did, um, yeah, like Emma Stone at a luau. Was like, <laughs> so was that her? Was that her playing her part from the from that it, movie? It was just the me being Chinese like, woman hey, that she was playing. Hey guys, uh, sorry, I'm not Hawaiian. <laughs> Whoops, what am I doing here? <laughs> Emma Stone's one of those, and Emma Stone's one of those impressions where when you think about it in your in your head, at least when I do, like nothing particularly pops out about her voice to me. So it's mostly just like the lisp. And yeah, the, and the how deep her voice is. Yeah, but and, and so like, was that one that you had worked on before? Like, how did you discover that you could even do that? I don't, I don't know. Okay, so I was posting um, uh, Instagram videos on mm-hmm. on Instagram, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Carly's Daily Impressions. So I started okay. doing this while I was working for Todrick, and I would just do it on my free time for fun. Um, and they all made fun of me for it for like posting my impressions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I I started getting feedback from all my followers, and so I continued to to um, post them. And Emma Stone was one of people's favorites, and nice. it was sort of a thing where I would just sit and record myself, and then figure you know watch interviews and see okay could let me challenge myself can I do this and so um when I was planning out my impressions real Mm -hmm. that that was one of the ones that made the cut and then some other ones that people responded to I just love the wherewithal to start doing that like the fact that you were doing your your impressions and then it's not like someone was paying you at the current time to be an actress or do impressions or anything like that you're just doing that yeah because i i mean well because let's be honest i wanted to be on saturday night live i was like <laughs> i and how well, because matt tv wasn't on no yeah and, it, it and there was no sign of it com- so the only show the only option was snl yeah. yeah yeah and so i'm like all right well while i'm working behind the scenes let me be let me be um, working hard on my impressions on the yeah. side get those developed and then um you know i'll be ready when i when the time comes to audition for snl one day how do you prep for uh, an impression like we've had you know jonathan kite and piot and, mm-hmm. and uh Jeff Richards and they all talk about their process. What is like the way that you, how does somebody speak to you to, to go, Oh, that's something I could do. And then how do you begin to try to emulate? Well, I just, I, it's people that I admire or yeah. like love. So I, cause I watch interviews of them over and over and then I'll just start talking with them until I feel like I sound like them or, or I'm matching their tone enough. And then I'll add the physicality and the jokes and the physicality the- is <clears throat> such a big part of it, and you're so incredible at that. Like when you do Kristen Chenoweth, first of all, who does a Kristen Chenoweth? Carly Craig does. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> the, and, and by the way, she just sang the national anthem at one of the fo- uh, football games. And the Rockets, red glare. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just she's this little pixie. Yeah, she's just this pixie woman. She's hilarious. And yeah, she. she we do her laugh. <laughs> I am adorable. Am I not? <laughs> <laughs> but even when you were like when you kind of hunched yourself over in the hand thing, I was like, man, transformation. Yeah. And that is that's when the impression goes from like pretty good to like Zero oh to shit. Zero to hundred, real yep. quick. And also though, still putting your own twist on it. So because mm-hmm. we were talking about this with Piat, where it's like when it's so what was he saying? Like when it's so saying, spot on. Yeah, he's saying when it's too good, mm-hmm. then the audience kind of doesn't hear the jokes because they're more in awe of just like oh my god, that is. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So Piat has said that he has he sometimes and you know how good his impressions are like he has mm-hmm. he, he he sometimes has to reel it back like okay that's too spot on now they're not going to listen to my jokes. Yeah, I mean, but the physicality is the most important thing to me because like you mm-hmm. know I grew up in theater and that's my favorite part about and when I walked into Matt I was like throw me downstairs have me run into walls have me get hit by cars yeah. because I love physical comedy more I mean, than anything else that's what I told my hooker last night but yeah, yeah. whatever it's fine 
Shut up. Red well, so coincidence. <laughs> that's, so that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I have a big thing for uh, getting hit by a car, but yeah. it's, it's actually happened to me three times. Weird. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was all it was all dwarf related. Was Someone, it at nighttime? Uh, you no, gotta get those reflector things. Uh, two, two, two were during the day, uh, <laughs> but it, it's happened the same. Uh, Two during the day was the car just backed up, didn't seem in like like oh. ran me over, <laughs> and then uh, one was at the Cincinnati airport where uh, I, 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 a, a redheaded uh, a man was about to be hit by a bus. I shoved him out of the way, and then the bus hit me, and oh. then uh, I flew up in the air like a helicopter <laughs> landed, uh, and everyone made a wish because that's what you do when you see a flying dwarf. And uh, uh, then I, I just kind of looked more weeks up. Six of winter. Yeah. Then I just looked up and painted this redhead, and he just got up and left and even thanked me. <laughs> the shithead gingers the fucking gingers I'm ne- I'll never hell? I'll never save a ginger's life again <laughs> yeah you hear that Andrew Santino if you ever need me to save you it's not happening yeah never gonna happen Andrew <laughs> but yeah so yeah but uh, I I just really respect all your um, you seem to be aware of things that you need to do to accomplish your goals more than a lot of people because a lot of people just seem to get in their jobs and they're like all right i'll just do this until Mm -hmm. the vice president of show business walks in the front door and then says hey yeah we need you and then gives me a role like you actually were proactive in making things happen for yourself well this is where um me being blessed with my dad as my dad comes into play because he i mean if he wasn't a tennis coach he'd be a life coach like he is legitimately you know his he'll say this phrase he'll be like okay Carly, there are three people in this world. There are people who make life happen. That's you. That's what he says. Mm -hmm. People who let life happen to them. And people who say, what happened? Whoa. I know, right? Tripping balls. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He's... He really is a trip. So he says stuff like that to me all the time. But Mm -hmm. he, he really is... He really has instilled in me, you know, know your value and know um, the steps you need to take and to be working hard every single day and to be good to people and how important that truly is because it's so true. So many relationships that I built when I first moved here are now paying off and it's because I've been a nice person. You want a piece of shit, yeah. I'm not a piece Mm -hmm. of shit, Lord, get on (laughs) <laughs> yeah, with the well, box. there's a little shitty Florida kid in there, but there's a little <laughs> shitty Florida kid in, in all of us. Yeah, <laughs> did you be there from a fortune cookie? I did. <laughs> but, like in so when so when you're when you're auditioning for Mad, like did you did you watch the original? Were you a fan? I was a fan of the original. Yeah. I definitely grew up more watching Saturday Night Live, but mm-hmm. I did what I love the most about Mad, and which is what I'm sort of bummed that we didn't get to tackle this season was uh, doing the music video parodies. Yeah, the, the, that was my favorite. Me the too. Trapped in the cupboard um <laughs> the ashley simpson show yeah. like mm-hmm. anything that has to do with pop culture um like behind the music yeah um i loved those and so those were the things that i would recite in high school and be like singing with my friends as trapped yes. in the cupboard if we do a season two we have to make a strong push to do more music videos yeah it, it's a budget or any thing, music I videos think. do we do any um uh, no one really likes us much with Donald oh, yeah. Trump and uh, Hillary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but um, I want to see like pop stars, and I want to be yeah. you know because that's the most fun and um, yeah. that, that you know that know. you can do those pop stars. So yeah. right, front so, and center. <laughs> so I yes, I did. We'll go back and watch some of the classic sketches um, mm-hmm. just to kind of like you know match the tone. And what I learned most when I was watching all of these sketches is. I needed to just go in and go off, just let go. And I honestly improvised my audition. Like I, I knew the beats I was going to hit for each character, but I was like, you know what? I need to just let my spirit be free. 
like Karen, my tarot card reader, told me. And, <laughs> and just, go Karen. Shout out to Karen. And just go in and be myself. And so that's sort of what I did. And um, they were very receptive in the room. You remember, like, what was it? Yeah. Yeah. They were laughing a lot and, and um, some applause. And I was just, I was over the moon because, I, you know, the whole time I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to fucking book this? Yeah, I was going to say, so you hadn't auditioned a ton prior to this, right? Huh? You hadn't auditioned a ton, uh, ton prior to this. Uh, not really. No. I mean, I had I had auditioned a little bit, but I had just gotten my manager um, that that November. So not enough to walk out and have that wherewithal to be like, okay, that went great. I'm definitely getting called back. Or were you just feeling so good that you're well, just blind to it and you're like, yeah, that's I'm definitely. It was it was one of those things. It was a combination of a lot of feelings, but it was like, okay, I'm definitely on the right path because I've been working really hard at like centering my myself and balancing my chakras. And yeah, yeah, my chakras are all the way intact. By the way, that's uh, that's the third chakra reference on the about last night podcast. All in the same episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drink five if you're playing at home. Mm-hmm. Right. So I um so my chakras were hella balanced and then I um <laughs> <laughs> I just I trusted that this was this was the path. I was like, "Oh, I've been concentrating my energy so hard on getting on SNL and I I really have been I mean, it was one of those things where I literally woke up every day and thought about SNL. I was like, "Wow." Cuz I had heard about Jim Carrey and Oprah and anybody who's implemented Oprah want to be on SNL? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> like the She lot, had great characters. <laughs> she has an amazing story though about the color purple and how it like how she thought about it every single day and then that was like her big break into the business but anyhow there really is that whole like envisioning visualization and like implementing that in your life full force and at that point I was so lost and didn't know what my next step was that I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna just go in with this visualization law of attraction the secret practices and see what happens it was like an experiment almost where I was like I'm just going to literally wake up in the morning thinking about SNL and I don't give a fuck if anybody doesn't want to hear me talk about it anymore. I'm just going to think about it all the time. And for the most part, I kept it to myself, but I also was like, I'm going to make this happen. I want to audition this year. There's no, there's no reason for me to be scared or afraid or intimidated that I don't have enough experience because at the end of the day, I have been working with Todrick, who's brilliant and so funny and so creative, and I've learned from him this whole time. So really, I've been through my own sort of comedy school in a sense. I shouldn't be afraid that I, you know, can't book it. Yeah. So, so um, then, yeah, and so I would watch interviews with like Jim Carrey and people that have, a, a, you know, implemented the law of attraction in their lives, and then yeah, well, that's when I really applied it to my own life. And yeah, Jim Carrey's got that famous story where he wrote himself a check for $20 million yep. for acting services rendered. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was like, I'm going to make $20 million of a, from a movie one day. Yeah. And then he did. And it's so funny because I had the um, I had the Mad TV um, logo as the background on my phone during the audition process, and Amir <laughs> saw it on my phone, and he was, and I was like, great, this guy thinks I'm a, a weirdo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Later on, he was like, no, I, I mean, it's cool. And like you clearly you get it on that level where, you know, yes. you're going to do that type of stuff and not care. Yes. But I was like, man, when you saw that on my phone, I was like, this guy thinks I'm so fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about when you show me it was the first day when you were like, I don't think we'd met. Well, we had met at the comedy store and that's where we met. Right. I met you. No, I met you at the audition. OK, I met you at the audition. But I was on the show with you. You took the video of me while you were Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's right. Yes, I... That's so... I know. How crazy is that? I was on Martin Harris's show at the comedy store, and you hopped on right before me. Right. And then I did a video. This was in, like, November or something. Okay. And I did a a video backstage, Mm -hmm. 
like lip syncing basically to Adam's set and oh, no I posted kidding. it on my Instagram and then I'm like that's so crazy and now we're in the same cast Whoa. and and also it was so crazy because um I told you at the audition um I think it was like the callback where I was like hey I don't want you to think that I'm weird but I love your podcast and I listen to it um like I listened to the John Rinitsky episode yeah. like multiple times yeah. because he got on SNL at 25 yeah, and I was yes. like let me just do whatever he did and, and his story and was so great and and, and being yeah. so and like, so inspiring yeah and we yeah. talked yeah and i remember we talked to him right after it, it became public exactly so, uh, and yeah. i was so inspired by that episode and so that was the craziest thing to like see you at the mad tv thing because during my whole manifestation stuff i was listening to your that episode of your Whoa. podcast over and over trying to like you know really make soak it, it all in yeah yeah mm-hmm. So it's so wild how that shit. Were you nervous out. at the test after all the auditions? Um, yeah, because how many did you have to do? The te- at the the sketches, you mean? Or like no, the auditions? Like, yeah, like how many auditions did you do? before the we final did, test? We did like three or four. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot of um, a lot and of mixing and matching anxiety. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. Was it intimidating because you walk into a room like that? It's not just like I've walked into auditions before and mainly because it's like okay they want a funny mm-hmm. dwarf i'm pretty much it like yeah. uh, and i'm pretty damn confident well i was when like, we were doing yeah, so when, when we were doing like mix that, and matches i uh-huh. was i was like okay they're seeing you know 12 people today 12 people tomorrow 12 people the next day so that's like 36 people okay do i have a chance in you yeah. know that amount of people then we get to the um one of the like last callbacks and there were like maybe 13 of us but I was the only blonde girl and I was mm-hmm. like wait am I like the blonde bitch am yeah. I the one that they're gonna <laughs> am I am I that so well and and, that, and, that, and that's something for a show like Mad you definitely have to take into consideration because you go like okay well because it's a sketch show they do need all types types of the rainbow yeah, yeah. And, and they need someone that can play these characters they need yeah. someone that can play these characters so I mean if yeah like if if Adam looked around and saw five other dudes that were sort with of back problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, with yeah. Uh, yeah. with uh, back problems and uh, dwarf friends, he'd be like, "Okay, well, I'm, the in, is up. I'm in competition." Oh, yeah, yeah. this is a lot tougher than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it really that uh, that test was. I'm just very curious because it was only the third test I've ever done. But you know, I have ten years on you in the business, so mm-hmm. I'm like, what is the what are the nerves like at those different stages? And for me, like. I still I felt very like relaxed and confident, but then also like almost more pressure because in my head I'm like, man, this could be, you know, I never like to use the word game changer because I don't think anything ever is. You're just continually like stacking the chips and, you know, gig to gig and every everything, you know, feeds into itself and and helps the next thing. And, um, uh, you know, like American people who get American Idol, I guess that's a game changer if you win that. But. Then it's like, what if you have a, a number one album two years later? Maybe that's the game change. You well, know, more yeah. so, I was just trying to like pump myself up to the point where I was like, I already booked this. Like, I had to tell myself so that I could have that confidence level. Okay, I already booked it. Let me just assume that I booked it. So, like, let me just pretend that we're going through the motions. It's sort of like a law of attraction exercise. Yeah. Is to like like anything that you want, you just pretend that you already have it. You just don't have it yet. So that was sort of what Whoa. I did with Mad, where I was like, okay, I, I already have this. Um, I'm just going to show up and do my thing. Because then it, like, lifts all the pressure. Wow. It's like a, it, you, like, trick your head into thinking that. But does it lift the pressure so much it. that you go in there and you're just like, 
Fuck the CW. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. That's yeah, my impression of you. Fuck, fuck the you. Florida kid. Yeah. But no, you're still locked in to like yeah. do your job, but you're just much more comfortable and. Yeah, I mean. I, that seems I, like a big adjust. Like that's easier said than done to adjust your mindset to do that. Yeah. It it was it was a lot, but it was you know I'm comfortable enough performing that I was like okay I just need to go in and do me. I just need to do that. So what can I tell myself to not be tripping out and being like oh my god? And the craziest thing was that. That CW, that same floor, the CW, that office that we did the test, that was where I was making deliveries every day when I was a PA when I first moved here. Whoa. Like John Montgomery was like, oh, you didn't get lost? And I'm like, no, I've been in this building, I mean, over, over 40 times because I would be making deliveries of DVDs of these reality shows. And it was one of those things where I walked into those offices and I would see the CW, um, the big monitors and the shows playing. And I'm like, okay, soon enough, I'll be that. I'll be on those screens. And I thought this to myself while I was making these deliveries in 2013 as a PA. And then... And then we were doing the test, and I'm like, this is so trippy. And it was three years to the week Whoa! that we were there doing the test. What if it was the exact minute? Like, could you track that? <laughs> could you? Could you I know, track right? That? Karen's I? like, at 2.42 <laughs> yeah, in five right. years from now. That's when I got the news. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's, like, as you're telling the story, it's just amazing all the coincidences and all the things that, I mean, mm-hmm. Steve Martin wrote in his book, you'll use everything you've ever you'll, you've ever learned. And, uh, it prepares you for the next thing without yeah, you realizing it. Yeah, and then so like even if it were to be something something simple like you just being familiar with the building, because while that seems like a real basic thing, if you're walking into a brand new space and now you're doing an audition, you're taking it all in. Yeah, you're, you're like, okay, what what what's this room? What's the temperature? What's like, like all these are factors. But if you're familiar with the building, you're like, okay, now I can just focus on the work. Yeah, and uh, just doing doing the best job I can. Are you talking about Born Standing Up, by the way? Yes, because I love that book. Yeah, uh, it's okay. uh, it, 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 it's required reading for anyone who's ever uh, not, been a, been not had yeah. a heartbeat. I you, think everyone, even if you're yeah. not a comedian, you should read it. Yeah, uh, and, and it's the most quoted book. Yeah. in stand up because every Friday late show, right before the show, they go, "All right, this is why Steve Martin quit comedy. Let's do this <laughs> yeah, show." Yeah, yeah. That um that yeah. last <laughs> chapter though about the Birdcage Theater, I was mm-hmm. sobbing. Yeah. I was crying so much. Are you a big yeah. crier? Are you an emotional um, person? I'm. I cry at everything. I'm so <laughs> emotional. I'm very sensitive. But luckily, I was so happy all summer. So you haven't seen that side of me. But like, I am very sensitive. Me too. To other people, you cry a lot. Oh, uh, no, I don't cry a lot. But I like like if Forrest Gump's on TBS, and it's the part when he finds out the kid or is my his. My dog Skip. I mean, okay, and don't do that. <laughs> my dog Skip. I mean, I'm just thinking of movies that I cry at every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Adam cried at Sully last week, so I mean, I did, know. but that's just because the weed was kicking in a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. And, I, like, and, and I ran out of gush. It's coming right at me. No, it's because it was weed kicked in too hard, and I realized I was out of red vines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck. No, I, I mean, I, I cried when I got mad. You cry when yeah, you get mad. Yeah, and it was very like overwhelming like I definitely I think I just wanted oh, I it thought so... you said when you get mad in general <laughs> I do I, well when I get mad I, <laughs> when you get when I get mad angry, when I get mad I, I I come and then I cry <laughs> so it's like a whole bag of just it's crazy emotions. a lot of bodily functions yeah, happening yeah, yeah. at once no, Break, I mean, I, breakups are really awkward for him <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like get out <laughs> coming crying <laughs> vomiting yeah mad come that's yeah. gotta be some sort wait. of a show on <laughs> on true TV mad come alright um, okay wait let's start over so yeah. you you, <laughs> I cried, yeah. You cried when yeah. you got mad. Because I just, I... You've been working so hard. That's what it was. And I think I just wanted, you know, there's certain jobs and auditions you get 
close on and you just like want them so bad. Mm-hmm. And I think I just, I didn't realize how bad I wanted it. Cause when the audition first came, I was like, Oh, I really, would I, love this. I would love this. And then the, the entire process when you just end up putting, I mean, the hours I would stay up working on the sides and, and memorizing all that stuff and just really spending extra time to not just like memorize the lines, but really, really just put everything I could into it and, and taking nights off from stand up and just making it such a priority. Uh, and, and then, uh, thinking about too, and Brad knows this, like the last like 10 years and the amount of videos and sketches and, 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 yeah. and getting more like, uh, familiar with like, Oh, this is the world that I've been living in the last 10 years. And I, I want to do it even more. So, and then you just get close. And then, uh, so I think it all just hit me. And then uh, it was overwhelming. Yeah. Well, you deserve it so much. I mean, that persistence, like that's, I mean, to be in LA for this long and to be working towards that. And then also like not realizing, oh, that's what I've been preparing for the whole time without even realizing it. Yeah. And I'm writing and doing your own sketches and your own music videos and and stand up everything and and the relationships you have with with everybody in this community. So I'm really happy for you too. Like, and and you're crushing it on the show. It's so fun. The show's so fun. I hope we get to do it for like, I don't know, 10 years. I know. Right. (laughs) I want to just, I just want to keep going. Can you imagine? I'd be 44 and still on it. I mean, Daryl Hammond. Oh yeah. 44. I mean, uh, 35. Yeah. He's got to (laughs) be, Old, yeah, I, we get it. <laughs> we get it. You're young Wait, and beautiful in you? Hollywood. 32. <laughs> I know I'm a dwarf, so you really can't tell. You're like, he could be 19. He could be 75. You're I not have as old no as fucking clue. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're true. not slipping discs. No, not with that attitude. Have you had favorite moments so far in the show? Like moments that like... For instance, like I saw you do your Princess Polly character, and that actually came into play on a sketch. Was there was there like a moment like that where you're like, "Wow, this was my character," yeah. and now it's being shot and being gonna be shown to the, all these people. The whole first live taping was like, I mean, that was so emotional and so trippy. I I'm pretty sure I cried that night when I got home and was like, "What the fuck did I just do? That's so cool." <laughs> yeah, because like to have Nicole Sullivan be intri- like that was the first sketch I performed was the Elizabeth Warren where they put the full neck prosthetic on me yeah. and it was so full out yeah. and then I all I did was just get jiggy with it on stage yeah. as Elizabeth Warren and Nicole is introducing me and standing by my side I'm like you stepped out of yourself for a minute right like, yes yeah it was and, and also I was just trying so hard like even while I was performing to not be laughing because I was just so full of joy that yeah. I couldn't contain myself it was just yeah. so it was so cool yeah. to, to be doing that and um yeah that was that was a huge moment was just to perform with nicole and the whole first live taping day was unbelievable just to Mm -hmm. be in front of an audience too because this is something that i have thought about my whole life is i've always said i want to perform on a sitcom or some sort of live audience type situation that's on tv like a multi-cam situation it feeds you a lot differently when there when there's a live audience there for whatever reason whether it be like there's uh adam and i certainly have different cadences when we're doing a live podcast as opposed mm-hmm. to the podcast like it just you you're there's you not see, candles yeah, yeah i mean the candles are pretty great yeah don't yeah. don't don't get me wrong i would love to make these candles laugh and in my head 
Wow. I think in, in That's my head, the name of your I memoir. think they do. <laughs> That's yeah. the name of your memoir when um. you've completely lost it. <laughs> I'm I trying think. to make these candles last. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back with more <laughs> No Thanks. Please leave. <laughs> Shut up, lamp! <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. No, it, it's definitely, yeah, live audience. I mean, doing theater from the time I was seven years old, I, like, love being in front of a live audience. Yeah. That, there's nothing like it. Even... I mean, any show I've ever done, it's like you, yeah, you can rehearse and rehearse as much as you want, but once that audience comes in, it it breathes a whole new life into the character, and it it, it really, it, it gives you that energy. I don't mean, you, yeah, don't you find that in the live tape days, too, like, there's, like, you, um... It's electric. Yeah. Boogie woogie. Bo- wow. <laughs> you know what? That's how I know we're kindred spirits, because, can I be honest? You were thinking that? Every time I'm think, every time I say the word electric, which is actually yeah. quite a bit, because when I'm describing an audience or, or yeah. a show or like a gay, whatever it is, I'm like, oh man, that the, the something was electric. I always in my head say boogie woogie. Yep. <laughs> Oh You're yeah, it, well yeah, it, it's kind of <laughs> and that's, and that's no, equivalent it, to Brad wanting to make the candles. Yeah, laugh. No, it's <laughs> it, 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 it's the same thing. Whenever when whenever someone says you're you're the best, in my head I go around. Every time, every time, and uh. it, it it gets annoying sometimes because like. <laughs> Some like there was one time I was having this like sensitive romantic moment with my girlfriend and uh, and she like did something really sweet for me. I was like, Oh my god, you're the best and she just goes around. Whoa. And I'm like oh, I fucking love oh, you. I love you. Here's the ring. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> and then she goes, Around. I was like, No, 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 it's the no, first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, you were yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like like that just just things happen every time. <laughs> She's getting a broad gram. <laughs> She's gonna program dude. tonight. Where? Yeah, you hear that, baby? Coming home. Where in the speedo? Woo! I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have Carly coming up right behind me singing Shakira. That, by the way, that's one of my sort of joke impressions that I do. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. But can I hear it? Oh yeah. Uh, it, 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 that's the only part I can do though. It's and I have to do the arms. I have to do the arms. Yeah. You have to. I mean. And that's like my joke impression. That like I know it's not spot on. I know it's not good. Are you videotaping right yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. So th- hit me with it one more time. It's the arms. It's on the arms. Right. That's my Brad impression. <laughs> well, what's your Shakira impression? Uh, when I go into McDonald's to place an order, <laughs> excuse me, I'll have an egg McMuffin. <laughs> better than me it's, it's fucking better than me I I, 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 I I wanted to have a Shakira off and I wanted to show everyone that like you can't beat you can't you, you can't beat like, you, can't, you, can't, you can't beat that you can't beat that but uh, appara- appara- apparently you can apparently you can and uh, well, well done I, what was I, the song she had that was super famous like whenever whenever London yeah. wherever there it is whenever yeah. we're meant to be together I'll okay. be there sorry okay I'll stop showing off I get it I'm You're sorry good. You put mine to shame. I get it. <laughs> the dwarf world is crying right now. They're like, That's, that, that was one of ours. Yeah. We had that. What would now you do gone. if you met uh, one of the people you impersonate? I pray I meet Ariana soon. I mean, she's such a gift. <laughs> right, Brad? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. Every fucking uh, week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a gift that you hope you get a receipt for. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Well, no, my, I mean, oh, yeah. I hope, Come on the podcast. I hope to meet Ariana. I hope to meet, um, I would love to meet Emma Stone. I admire her so much and her career. I think that she's amazing. She's, I mean, like, wow. She's like going it. from, what was, was Superbad or Superbad, that first little like bit part. Now yeah, she's like an well, Academy Award nominee. I'm sorry, yeah. but I remember in 2004 when I watched her on VH1 oh, um, and there, there was a Partridge family competition show they were going to bring back the partridge family right i, think I do remember at that. the time she was going by emily stone so when i saw her in Superbad a couple years later i was like that's the bitch who won the part of laura <laughs> on what? vh1 search for the next partridge family this can't be true and it was emily stone i'm telling you and then she was in Superbad, and so everybody says that her first big thing was that, but she really started on reality check the new partridge family you, in I'm 2005 obsessed. you even got the year right Holy shit. I'm obsessed with, like, I mean, I've studied celebrity culture, and, like, I, I'm just obsessed with the business and, yeah. and everything, which is what has made this whole experience even crazier. Yeah. Like, I've spent so much time just, like, I, I live for that stuff. Well, you flipped out when we went to Universal Studios. You'd never, the studio tour. Oh, my God. She'd never been to Universal. That was the greatest, what? that was the greatest day of my life. I, like, <laughs> I mean, besides not, today. But, like. Not getting the show. <laughs> Not losing your virginity. No, not I don't think so. Getting an A on the test or whatever, nope. but go to Universal Studios. No, I mean that was like the best cast bonding though. Yeah, I it was mean so to, fun. to go to Universal Studios, cutting all the lines, VIP tour of the the lot, and my buddy, I got my buddy to um, uh, give us the uh, VIP tour, mm -hmm. and it was so that was even uh, and to be with eight comedians like just running around yeah. being assholes, it just was assholes. so fun, and. But the tour, like you'd never seen those, like the making the sets and like Chicago like, Street, New York Street. I was like, "What the fuck is this place? I've yeah. never." And it, the it was just crazy because Todrick's house it backs up to that, like it's in Universal City, and so I've been working there for years, and I didn't even know that this was right around the corner. I'm like, "How is there this giant plane from War of the Worlds?" And I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sit, just sit, just sitting there. It was just sitting there. Yeah. That was so cool, Adam. Thank you again. For, oh, yeah. That was the greatest day. That was super fun. It yeah. was so fun. It, 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 it's a trip when you realize that all that stuff is right there and that yes. it, it's constantly changing and being updated for new shows and movies. Like And the prop uh, house? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, my prop God. House what a dream. Uh, yeah. I, I shot a pilot once on- I'm getting really on, excited about yeah. everything. <laughs> like, I shot a pilot once that was on Wisteria Lane, mm -hmm. uh, Desperate Housewives, but then, right. and then like I go into the homes and they're all like- hollowed out and I'm like wait what? what it's not real I know it's so it's so trippy it's so cool but um yeah I had never been I had never seen anything like that before that was so neat what was your um uh favorite ride at Universal Studios um you went on everything right yeah what do I remember is the question <laughs> yeah we were drinking we were, oh really yeah. Yeah, that was so fun. High no, on I, something. <laughs> well, no, honestly, I love the rides, but I did love the most seeing Chelsea in the Harry Potter. Chelsea Davison, our fellow cast member. Yep. Huge, huge Harry Potter. She fan. might love Harry Potter more than J.K. Rowling, and J.K. Rowling has made <laughs> billions of dollars off it. Yeah. No, she definitely does. She. We went into <laughs> Hogwarts... Anal War Castle. What's it called again? It's I don't the, fucking know. It's yeah. some Harry Potter shit. But we went in and, and <laughs> they did the wand demonstration. And yeah. the woman like chose Chelsea and Chelsea was just beaming. The woman's like, I need to find the perfect wand whisper. Master. Master. Who yeah. will be the next Harry Potter? And then she looked at Chelsea and Chelsea was wearing a Harry Potter tie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was gonna say how did how did they choose her? Was the girl dressed exactly like Hermione? <laughs> yeah. 
She, it no? was just so obvious that she would appreciate it more than anybody else yeah, in the right. chamber. Yeah, right. That was incredible. Yeah, that was so cool. So that was probably one of my favorite parts of the day besides, um, well, I also really love that water show. Waterworld. Waterworld. Listening to Jeremy commentate. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, oh no. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, they oh, can no. jump off that. They can shoot that it? guy. Is she going to do that? Do oh, she jumped off that thing. Oh, she's oh, she on fire oh, no, now. She, <laughs> oh, no. She's going to die. Yeah. She going to Oh, no. Oh. I'm commentary. Say, That's... He's a character in himself. Yeah. That, that, Our whole cast that is That needs dope. to be experienced by... Everyone at some point, you <laughs> yeah. need to you, you need to see movies in black movie theaters. You need you need to just do all that at some point, just to be like, this is the greatest thing ever. Jeremy so is fun. you and Jeremy have uh, a really sweet bond. And I love him. Where he does a thing where Jeremy is a, a <laughs> six five Nigerian six five man. Yeah, uh, six so- four. He's a very tall, hilarious, sassy black man, and then he's got this tiny white girl on his side who does this thing where he puts Carly on the side, like she's like a. What, like, like um, look at this white baby I got from America. <laughs> <laughs> but then he added the Nigerian accent. Oh, which yeah. Which takes it to another level. Like, look at this had, white he, baby. Yeah. I just got America. I adopted her. I, we, go, we go golfing. <laughs> yeah. It's so great that you guys get along as a cast and yes. that you gel. Because that, that, it, it comes through in the sketches. If, 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 if you secretly all mm-hmm. hate each other, you couldn't be that free. And you couldn't play as much as you do. And you couldn't have those moments where you're uh, acting utterly and completely ridiculous and silly. But that's... A lot where the funny comes from, so it's fantastic that you guys do that. You guys do all get along, it, 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 except for Amir. We all hate Amir, right? Yeah, fuck Amir. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's different. You yeah. know, he's he's from he's not from he's, here. He's from Iran. I mean, I want to play yeah. something real quick of okay. just Jeremy that I remember I have where uh, uh, he when he was asking me about voiceover, he's like, I want to get into voiceover. How, how, do, you, how do you do that? It, I know you do, you do all the car commercials and stuff. So I go, Jeremy, do a commercial for Hyundai. I know what you're gonna play. This is on. This might be one of my favorite things. I watched Ever. this like. Yeah, like 60 times after we did. <laughs> Hyundai, if you guys need a replacement, Jeremy Howard of Matt TV is going to do it for me. Oh, okay. Try our new luxury brand Hyundai. It's got over 36 gallons per mile per hour. Um, it comes in red and green. Um, drive it. It's very smooth. Hyundai. Live beyond your measures. <laughs> Live beyond your measures. I must say. <laughs> Is that his voice or is he doing a character? That's no, his that's voice. him. Oh my god, that's yeah. him. I would want no. it to, I want that man to take all of Morgan Freeman's jobs. Yes, and yeah. just can you imagine he him doing God. March of the Penguins? Oh, they're gonna be a penguin. <laughs> yeah, you gonna walk right down. And, oh, say, it's cold there. I want to go there. I must say that penguin is big. <laughs> why, hell, why? Why all his friends look like the other friends? <laughs> They all look alike. I can't tell them apart. I must say. Is that racist? <laughs> he met. He met my mom. And was like, I need. He's like, you. You could be my second sixty-seven-year-old white lady friend. <laughs> second. Yeah. He said he had one in Alabama, and he, he him and my Alabama. mom bonded. Alabama. Oh, yeah, he, Jeremy's great, but I I love our little fam. I just want us to keep going. I know. Keep that's, working. It's that's, so fun. It is true what they say. I mean, Brad, I'm sure you found this on Sam and Cat. Like the cast, <laughs> they become you a become family. a family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's definitely the redheaded stepchild. Yes. Um, Carly, although although there, I, 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 I will say this. Yes. Thank you to Sam and Cat because now I know how to uh, curse in front of my nephew uh-huh. uh, and not because we what could the fork? we couldn't say pee and poo. <laughs> yeah. But there there's a scene where that was essentially a joke. So so instead of pee and poo on Sam and Cat, we said. Oh, uh, you take a waz or you take a shaz. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's, 
Is that worse for you? That sounds worse. Oh man, you like shaz? You don't just wake up and really enjoy a good shaz in the morning? Oh God. it, it sounds like a poop or a really bad soda. Ew. <laughs> or the sound, or, that sounds Or one disgusting. of the main characters on Madcom. Uh, so, right. uh, Pee and Poo, by the way, should be. I don't know how that has not been like a cartoon. Pee and Poo? Yeah. I mean. Shaz and Pizzazz. Wa- what was Waz and Shaz. Waz and Shaz. Waz and Shaz, man. Uh, <laughs> craziest morning radio show this side of the Mississippi. Gross. Waz and Shaz oh. in the morning. Oh, come on in. Stop we got We got Carly here from Mad TV. Shaz, have you been watching that Mad TV? Hell yeah, we're watching that Mad TV. <laughs> Shaz over there in the corner having a good time. He's got Why a little bit of... in the corner? Uh, oh, you... Because he's taking a shot. <laughs> <laughs> total, total logic. Ew. Total logic. Hilarious. Carly, uh, you are the best. You're the best. You're yeah. the best. This was fun. This is so great. Was this a dream come true? You <laughs> You have no idea. Oh. I like no. I I'm I'm on the same podcast that Mo Collins was on. Yeah. Did you listen to that episode? And yes, I did. It was great, right? It was so great. Yeah. I, and yeah. Melissa McCarthy. And Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. All those people. Well, All those people. I mean, Dana Carvey. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, you, you got were, to meet him and hang out with him, right? Yeah. He's so cool. The greatest. He's so nice. I listened to that episode too, like after I got on, oh, uh, nice. after I was on the show, yeah. and I was like, I wonder if he'll uh, bring me up in this uh, interview, and then he didn't. But I was like, <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> I, I think he still he, left he, an like, gets the, yeah. he gets to the part where he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, we, no, we've got some really talented people that are on the show. There's this one. Um, Dude, who does this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, shit. Like, you're like just in there going, holding my breath. Mention oh, my yeah, name. Please. I'm like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> I want. There's this one bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she she thought she could do an Ariana Grande <laughs> impression, was, and was, if it was to act like a bitch, then she yeah. nailed it. And I was really <laughs> nice to her backstage, but we all knew she was gonna lose. <laughs> we uh, close episodes sometimes where we have yeah. uh, um, our guests who do amazing impressions prank call uh, my favorite Thai restaurant. Yes. Are you down? Yeah. Okay. Who? Who? Chris and Chenoweth. That's yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that'd yeah. be a good that's one. one. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let me. Um... Not at all. <laughs> I'm from Oklahoma. Here, do you want me to hold it's it? It's the same yeah. Thai restaurant every time. Yep. You can. Yeah. Closer. Right. Hello. Hi. Um, I would love to place an order. For delivery. Hello, yeah? Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. I would love to place an order for some soup. My my voice is a little uh a little oh, dried up. Okay. I'd like some tom cum soup. Tom yum soup or tom kha soup? Tom yum. Tom yum. <laughs> what kind of meat? It's my favorite. Um I would love some shrimp. Some shrimp. shrimp. We love that in Oklahoma. We love that. Um, I'm gonna have it uh, extra spicy. Extra spicy. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, could I have the Wells Fargo wagon? Is uh, coming down the street? Oh. Hello. 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 Are you there? No, that's it. Actually. Um, if you don't have the Wells Fargo wagon. I gotta go. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wow. She was so confused. She's very confused. They're always very confused. I feel bad. Don't. I give them don't. I give them business. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I used to prank call people in high school, but like I gave up that life because I felt so bad. 
Yeah. Again, that part of me being a sensitive person. I but, know. But, but with comedy, know. no, in my last question. Yeah. Sensitive in life, but like in comedy, like do you, will you hold back on a joke or something because you're like, I don't want to make that person... You know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm still kind of like finding my style. So yeah. who knows? Maybe I, maybe down the road when my, <laughs> maybe at the end of my life, when I'm remembered, when my, my ashes are spread into the oh, ocean, oh, which will be my burial method of choice. Um, I, <laughs> I, I feel like your, I feel like your ashes would sing on the way out. Like, like, eat, like, yeah, like, like that would happen. My hands are alive. No, I, uh, <laughs> but I am not. <laughs> <laughs> but I have died. We we haven't really discussed, and we'll do when you come back on. But like, you do have an like, yeah, you sing the, the impressions, are, but like, you have an amazing voice, and you were, um, you want to be on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to be. I would. I'm. I'm so excited. You're to be going on to be one day. Yeah, you will be. Yeah. Thank you. And then you're you're gonna play Kristen Chenoweth's daughter. I would love that. And then I don't she know. Was, what, you were trying to. I mean, I mean, yeah. I would. I was. I was trying to. Yeah. I was trying to. Didn't get that gig, but it's all right. you know, Wasn't next meant to be. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Next time. But um. But yeah. Who knows? Maybe I will become one of those uh, comedians that are just known for fucking going in on people and like being so mean. <laughs> you could, wow. She just turns from super sweet to just like. All, all, yeah. Well, that's all what of I'm a sudden saying. the background, I mean, you're like, it's horses. And then, like, all these like, devil music starts playing. She's like, and now, it's, <laughs> now it's time to play. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Of, I'm kind of scared right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But who knows? Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm still, but I'm, I'm excited to get back in the stand up game. Yeah. You're yeah. going to do that with this time off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. It's time. You're gonna do uh, spots on my shows at Flappers in October. Yeah. I've been writing. Good. I've been writing, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm gearing up. Love it. Because now I haven't done my my uh, solid five in a while. Yeah. So I can bring that back because nobody's heard my jokes in months. <laughs> so I can just recycle all that, and then I've got I've got new material too. Because yeah. this whole yeah. life experience yeah. thing is like you got to have a life to to write about. I mean, I've got a lot. I mean, right now, sorry, I know that we're wrapping up. No, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I um I'm living real quick. I'm living in a guest house, and the um the family is going through a divorce in the main house. And the guy. Hello, the, Hollywood. <laughs> I've got a reality show. The yeah, deadbeat. No the deadbeat husband came up Ugh. to me and knocked on my door like two days after I moved in and was like, "Hey, um, I was supposed to live in this house. I didn't know uh, she was renting it out." And I was like, Haha, "I win." <laughs> and he and he goes, "Yeah, well, I'm used to being the loser, so." Oh, <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like, this sucks. Damn, we're trying wow. to bring a little comedy to you. But, and that was our yeah. first interaction. So interaction. So now I have many more that I'm writing about because Yikes. he's always around. Oh, man. Wow. This Being is, uh, around for so a this... live divorce, that is not. Yeah. Now, do you You said you like absorb the feelings. Are you like taking on the divorce I've... emotionally? <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's weighing really heavy on me. Um <laughs> No. Is, is is this going to send you over the edge when we stop this podcast and now we have to go our separate ways? You're like, but but, but things are going so well. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were a happy family. Who gets the candles? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, it's not weighing too heavy. I, I think I've let that part of me go yeah, now that yeah. I've balanced my chakras. Well, <laughs> wait, what? What was that gang sign you just threw up? No, it was it was uh, the number four for the people that are listening that are taking their fourth shot for the fourth chakra. Nice, good oh, callback. I got callback. you. Yeah. Uh, well, I have no <laughs> doubt that you will be successful on Broadway. You'll be su- you'll be successful in stand up because uh, already seeing what you've done on Mad TV yeah. and, on, and on this podcast, 
Padcast. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was looking at the phone and said Thai cuisine, so I thought Pad Thai, so I thought Padcast. That's how it went. Pad Get Pad off me. You're the best. Padcast, Pad Shazcast. <laughs> Uh, tune tune into my new podcast, which is uh, Brad Williams' uh, uh, Waz and Shaz cast, uh, which will be coming out Mondays and uh, Wednesdays on the uh, about Shaz night. Yeah, about 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 Shaz night on uh, the Nerdist Network. <laughs> So uh, stupid. My my nieces uh, think you're God's gift to the world, and that's how you know you're really great. Because to I me, they have kids, some dude. of the greatest sense of humor. And Princess Polly, they quote it nonstop. I love kids. Yeah, I think kids are the cutest. I mean, I was you know party princess for a while. I yeah. might actually get. Back oh, that's to doing right. That. She was a party princess. Yeah. Oh, you were the one of those people that came to the birthday parties. Yeah. And I, yeah. So like, would Tinkerbell. you come? That's where Princess Polly came from. Yeah, Princess Polly came from a girl that I worked with that took her job way too seriously. And was that princess. Yeah, where like, we walk up to the house and I'd be like, hi, I'm Carly, I'm here to play Princess Anna today. And she'd be like, hi, my name's Elsa. It's way warmer here than it is in Arendelle. I'm like, bitch, there's no kids around. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, can she come on the podcast? That'd be great to interview yes. her. But, yeah, listen, I I might go back to the princessing. Because honestly, it gives me so much material. Like, I was going to say. Because kids don't give a shit. And they yeah. think that you're the real princess. They Welcome to my like, world as Wolverine Universal Studios. Yeah. These kids, they're like. It's they, so fun. They're, I mean, all right. I mean, were they shitty to you? Um, some shitty kids, yeah. like entitled siblings that cut the line and want to get their face painted first because Ugh. their sibling's a birthday kid or whatever. Oh, but boy. then, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a whole other universe, the whole princess. And there's probably world. drama with the princesses behind the scenes. And yeah. like, the, you know, who gets the best party? Like, yeah. do I get to go to that Persian who palace gets, in Laguna gets, Hills? Or? Right, who gets more parties? It's all sorts of princess drama. Wow. Princess drama. I know. Where's that Are you listening? Show? E. E Entertainment. Make I mean, the princess drama show. I know. You got, actually a good you got idea. 2,200 Kardashian shows. You can't carve out one little half hour for one princess drama. One little princess drama. Let's do it. It's what we're all missing in our life, really. <laughs> I think so. Uh, thank you so much Thanks, for being Carl. here. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. And uh, yeah, you, you're the best. I love you guys. I love you. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night.
That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.